Welcome. This is the Rip Griffin Show podcast, a baseball podcast for baseball fans of all ages. Now, here's your host, Rip Griffin. Hey everyone, how's it going? Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Before I get into the show, I wanted to talk about a movement that I have seen across Twitter. These guys at RoutineBaseball.com are making t-shirts and 100% of the proceeds from the t-shirts are going towards producing 10 double-layered cotton masks for medical professionals and first responders to help strike out COVID-19. It's it's a safe at home t-shirt. So go to routinebaseball.com, purchase a t-shirt and help a great cause at the same time. So I got mine, I pre-ordered mine. As soon as I get it, I will take a picture. Uh, The more help we can get to strike out COVID-19, the better we can get back to baseball. So I just want to give those guys a quick plug. Like I said, they're not a sponsor of the show, but I felt compelled to, to at least mention it. Uh, I, I think it's a great, a great cause for what these guys are doing. So uh, head on over routinebaseball.com. purchase a t-shirt. 100% of the profits proceeds go towards producing 10 double aired cotton masks for medical professionals or first responders to help strike out COVID-19. So, all right, guys, with that, on today's episode, we are going to be talking about the chances or should I say possibilities of a season in 2020. I know I've been kind of hard on Major League Baseball, but I've got to give them praise for trying to come up with a solution to get baseball going again. I know myself and other baseball fans out there are ready for the season to get going, as well as the players. These guys have been out of their element since they were told to go home during spring training. So I know they're chopping at the bit to get back out there to start grinding. There have been a lot of different scenarios that uh, Major League Baseball has proposed in order to get the season started. Um, I'll be honest, some of these have been head scratchers, uh, and some of these are actually legitimate scenarios that might actually work. Uh, over the last few days, Major League Baseball has been working diligently to come up with a way to get the season started. Uh, and we'll actually be able to present something to the Major League uh, Baseball Players Association in the coming days. Uh, At first, uh, Major League Baseball proposed that all teams play at various spring training sites in Arizona. I was against this proposal from the start because there was going to be so many pieces logistically that would not set, that would actually set the scenario up for failure before the players even set foot on the field. So thankfully, this was just the first idea. There was just so much wrong with this one, but it was a start in the right direction. Um, after this idea um, where the the players would go to, to Arizona, Major League Baseball came up with the idea that maybe teams could play at the respected spring training sites. This seems more feasible. Since there is a Cactus League and a Grapefruit League, the teams would basically continue to play at what I would call a long spring training. Um, this could possibly work since there would be two leagues with the chances of a postseason and World Series. The spring training sites are in towns in both Arizona and Florida that have a relatively small populations, so it would be easier to limit the amount of movement the players would do. They would have to be shuttled to and from stadiums. The players would be bound to hotels for the duration of the season. Uh, this might prove to be frustrating for the players since they would not be able to be with their families for several months. Several months. Um, this scenario has its 
fair share of logistical troubles as well. First, since the players will have to stay in hotels and the hotels are going to be going to need to be staffed, that means more people will be in close contact with each other. The second is uh, these stadiums are almost the size of minor league stadiums. So the players would be pretty much around one another. So the, the thought of trying to social distance would not be able to work. Now, although I do like this idea, but Major League Baseball is going to have to allow for teams to explain, expand the rosters to help in the prevention of injuries. And these stadiums are not suited for expanded, expanded rosters. I mean, that's just my opinion. So there is a third idea uh, that is that all teams would possibly be playing in Arizona, Florida, and Texas. It's good to have Texas in the mix now. Major League Baseball would consider taking all 30 teams and putting them into three leagues or regions would be the better way to describe it. These regions would be comprised of a West, Central, and East region with 10 teams in each division. So if we break it down in the West division, there would be the Dodgers, Angels, Padres, Athletics, Diamondbacks, Rockies, Astros, Rangers, and Mariners. This would be interesting to actually have the Dodgers and Astros in the same division. I'm not sure how this would be, would be received by Dodgers fans, but uh, I'm not going to go there. So I'll, I'll digress on that. The central region, there would be the Cardinals, Cubs, White Sox, Brewers, Royals, Reds, Indians, Twins, Tigers, and Braves. Now, I do not quite understand why the Braves would be considered in the central, considering that they play in the east. But again, I'm not the one doing the scheduling, so we kind of have to take it as is. And of course, then we round out the east region. We've got the Yankees, Mets, Red Sox, Nationals, Orioles, Phillies, Pirates, Blue Jays, and Rays, and the Marlins, excuse me. Now, all this sounds good in retrospect, but the downside is that the fact that there would be multiple teams using the same facilities, there would be enough room for the players to practice social distancing, but more players would be in and out of the clubhouses, thus increasing the chance for exposure. Uh, Obviously, the organizations would take all the precautions necessary to prevent the spread of the virus. If in fact a player does come down with it, but is that all worth the risk? Uh, The other issue is the fact that multiple teams will be using the same uh, playing services. Now, many of these services are grass. Um, When I think about it now, all of them are grass except Tropicana Field, which is the home of the Tampa Bay Rays, which is artificial. When you have multiple teams playing on the same grass surface, Over time, the grass is going to become unstable, which in turn can cause injuries to the players. Now, all this is merely by own observation, but when it comes down to the groundskeeping, I'm sure all the stadium officials will know what to do in order to protect the safety of the players. So we've got those scenarios, and now we have the current one that was just presented uh, just a couple of days ago. So... That brings us to the following proposal. Uh, Major League Baseball is proposing a expansion of playoff teams from 10 to 14. I personally agree uh, 
with this, and I actually would hope it actually becomes permanent. I think both baseball and the fans could benefit from having more teams in the postseason. It would definitely make things more exciting. Um, obviously, with this new proposal and the win- and the time that it will be it will begin, uh, there is going to be possibly an eighty two game season. Now, the thing I like the most is actually the use of the home stadiums in areas that have local and state government approval. Now, what that means, places like New York, Seattle, the state of California, uh, areas that have all been hit the hardest by uh, the coronavirus will possibly need to find an alternative place to play in case these cities and states are not open to sporting events. Uh, Toronto is a prime example because uh, the city and even the country of, of Canada um, have said that the, there will be no sporting events until further noticed. Uh, Canada even went a step further and closed their borders. So uh, it comes time when teams need to play Toronto, where are they going to play? Because uh, they can't play in uh, at the Rogers Center. So it, there's going to be some... some sh- moving around of schedules and being more logistic to trying to find a place for these players to play. Um, so if this all takes place, then uh, there's going to be a startup of spring training, uh, spring training 2.0 is what it's being called uh, with the hopes of getting it started in June with the anticipation of an early season starting in July. I think the target date right now is around the July 4th holiday, maybe July 1st. But, um, you know, hopefully we can kind of uh, at least get half a season in, uh, which is which is still good. Uh, the universal DH is something else that has been talked about. Uh, I think this is a given because you're going to have guys that are starting spring training 2.0. They're going to have just a couple weeks to kind of get ready. I don't believe there's going to be any type of exhibition games played. These guys are basically going to use or go down to their facilities to get back in shape. So I think the universal DH uh, needs to be in place to prevent injuries, especially to the pitchers that are going to be playing in those interleague games, uh, which I'll get to in just a second. Uh, since they've there's been such a long layoff since they left spring training in March, that these guys, especially the pitchers, need to be able to uh, focus on pitching instead of batting. That way, they're not, you know, getting hurt for some for some strange reason. Because um, you know these guys are going to be ramped up, ready to go, and had not have a whole lot of time to get into uh, that that game shape game ready game preparation so everything is going to be totally out of whack so implement the the universal dh keep everything as simple as it can be for this season go back to the regular to the way it was uh next season so uh i mentioned the schedule uh the schedule is going to be tweaked um it's not going to be what we're used to seeing teams would only play in play in division opponents there we go and uh interleague opponents that are in the same area so here's an example uh the houston astros would play their normal 
American League West teams, such as the Angels, Athletics, Mariners, and Rangers. In addition to that, they would play the Dodgers, Giants, Diamondbacks, Rockies, and Padres. Now, this is basically the same proposal that uh, I just talked about with the, the three regions, the East, Central, and West, and having all the teams, having 10 teams in each each region. So, but the only upgrade to this is actually the teams will be in their home stadiums. So uh, they will be able to utilize that and kind of, it will kind of help in the way of these players having a sense of normalcy, being around a a familiar uh, ballpark that they know. Uh, So this may kind of help with some of the anxiety that maybe some of these players will We'll get because this is an unorthodox season, um, to, to, to say the least, honestly. Uh, there's going to be a proposed 30-man roster with a taxi squad that would have an upward of 50 players available. Uh, the taxi would be something like what uh, the NFL does with their practice teams, their practice squad teams. Since there is a real possibility that there will not be a minor league season this year, uh, those players will have the possibility to be on the expanded roster with a chance to get some big uh, league, league experience. So if you have uh, guys like Justin Verlander, Zach Greinke, or even Madison Bumgarner, guys that are kind of, I kind of just mentioned pitchers, uh, th- these guys that are up there in age that might need an extra day of rest, uh, teams can utilize the extra players on the roster to kind of give some of these young guys a chance to play, give these veterans an extra day of rest because they're going to need it. Honestly, it's one of those things that it's, uh, this is all going to be new to everybody, including the fans as well. So even though this all sounds good in retrospect, the real possibility is that we may have baseball this season, this season, but, uh, you know, I've been an advocate from day one that we will, but as with all these proposals, uh, there will be absolutely no fans, and that's understandable. Right now, we all want baseball to come back, and it has in Korea. Uh, so far, there things have been good with the uh, the KBO or the uh, Korean Baseball Organization is uh, what it's called. So, I think we will see Major League Baseball trying to imitate with what the KBO has done uh, when the Major League Baseball season gets started. Uh, yeah, I saw something. The The KBO has actually put out uh, fake cutouts of people in the stands. Um, so it makes it actually look like there's actually people at the games. Uh, I mean, these, these, these cutouts are pretty lifelike. I, I don't think Major League Baseball will go to this extreme, but... Um, it was kind of funny to see little little cards out card outs of people, uh, you know, behind uh, behind home plate. I haven't caught any games yet. I know they've been on. Um, I I don't. Well, we we, we stream all of our TV, so I, I still get ESPN and all that stuff. But uh, the, all these games are at one or two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning. So uh, I might be able to catch a replay sometime, just to kind of see how it is. But it's interesting to see. Uh, the creativity that is being brought about just to kind of make this game seem a little bit more normal. So one of the things that I have not mentioned with 
all these proposals is that uh, from Major Baseball is the fact that money is going to be an issue. Obviously, we know money is a driving force in not only in baseball, but the NFL, the NBA, the uh, NHL. So um, once the owners approve this new proposal, which more than likely they will, um, it will be sent to the Major League Baseball Players Association uh, to be approved by the players. And since there will not be fans at the games, this means that there will not be any sort of gate revenue coming in. Now, gate revenue is the money that comes in through the ticket sales. Teams get other revenue from local and regional broadcasts, sponsorships, and concessions. Get The gate revenue is actually key to Major League Baseball because after the season, Major League Baseball adds up all the gate revenue amongst all the teams and then goes out and actually distributes it uh, equally amongst uh, all the teams. So uh, this is called revenue sharing. And revenue sharing equalizes team revenues and allows teams from smaller markets to compete financially with bigger market teams. Now, I'm getting a little excited here because I have a degree in sports management, and I'm finally able to put some of this information to use. So it's kind of interesting that, um, you know, how all the revenue kind of comes into a deciding factor like this, because this is something that's never been done before in baseball, especially uh, in a non-lockout year or um what's the other term it's not lockout um you know, a collective bargaining agreement year a cba year so if there is no revenue coming in then the owners are going to try to have to find a place where they need to cut costs now they've already asked the players to to take a pay cut or a at a prorated rate basically and the players have done that without any conflict they understand. Now, I have a feeling that the owners are going to try to ask the players to take another pay cut, which may not go over well with the players union and the players as well. So this is yet to be determined, but if a deal is not worked out, then the possibility of a season in 2020 may be lost until 2021. So it will be interesting to see what happens in the coming days. Hopefully the owners and the players will be able to come to an agreement so we can get baseball this season. I know this is all unorthodox, uh, but obviously the the safety and concern for the players, not only the players, their families, us as fans, the workers, uh, the our healthcare workers, our first responders, everybody is going is in the same in the same boat. So hopefully we can get this worked out. Um, I'm sure baseball is going to continue to watch the Korean league to see how they're dealing with everything. But hopefully uh, this will be the, the, the final uh, proposal and everything will be uh, worked out. We'll have some baseball hopefully in July around 4th of July weekend. So it's getting, it's getting closer. We're, We're almost at the end there. So, All right, guys, that's just a little bit of what I want to talk about today. Hopefully, uh, I'll have some good news soon. We'll have some baseball. Everything will be approved. 
Um, like I mentioned, the owners are probably going to, to approve this approval, uh, proposal. If not, they already have, and I just haven't, uh, uh, checked it out yet, but that's going to do it for me. Please be sure to subscribe to the show and leave me a comment, uh, rate the show. Tell me how I'm doing. Um, all feedback is much appreciated. Uh, also too, I would like to start a mail mailbag segment segment. I know I've talked about this before, but, uh, now I want to get it going. So be sure to head over to uh, the Rip Griffin show at gmail.com. Email me your questions. Um, if I get enough, I will start a weekly mailbag podcast and to answer all your questions. So thanks again for tuning in. I appreciate it. Uh, please remember to stay safe and we'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Rip Griffin Show. Make sure to subscribe to the show on all the major podcast platforms. Follow Rip on Twitter at RipGriffin2.